Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. This is Michael. <laughs> hey, Michael. This is Rin. How's it going? I know you can't really, um, I mean, we can say Corinne. You can't really, like, fancy up your name or uh, make it more formal. My name's already fancy and formal, so. Oops. F you. <laughs> and That's the, the fancy begins. and formal way of saying, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fancy and formal way of saying, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's true. Mikey and I are right now just struggling like a couple of right morons trying to yeah. figure out paperwork for our the nurse midwifery group that we're going to go with, which is super exciting. True. Um, because the it news of that... Portland-y. The news, well, it would have been better if you had said like the doula, like we could have like, we could have gotten a lot more Portland things in there. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, that means that we are very soon going to be done. We're going to graduate from the fertility clinic that we've been working with now for one year. Yeah. Over I mean, one year. It's exactly a week from today is your final um uh, <laughs> ultrasound with them, <laughs> and then we're done. Yeah, and hopefully that is also the date that you are done with. Wow. Shots, 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 shots. Yeah, let's be done with those, oh, shall shit. we? I think both of us are getting for one thing. Every, Shot fatigue. Is every happening. every single night, one of us remembers and is like, "Oh yeah, yeah, totally." And then the last week, we've been going to bed and and we've been like, "Oh motherfucker," like four times in the last <laughs> week. And I think it's just and then also, it's kind of 50-50. Like, I think my technique is really good. Oh, yeah. I think my like I know exactly where to where to shoot you. Yeah, but here's I think your body's even if, getting sick of it. I don't know if we've said this on the show. We may have, but I think it's it's worth reiterating that the the video that we watched on how to do an intramuscular injection. Yeah. The woman was standing up mm. and injecting. You couldn't really quite see where she was injecting. Well, she could have were, been like real close to her butt crack. Yeah. She could have been kind of to the side of they her butt crack. They were trying to be kind of like... Discreet. Know, yeah, not... Yes, exactly. They didn't want to like show, butt show her whole anus or something. Right. I mean, she... And they also weren't on her skin, right? I mean, wasn't it on like an undershirt kind of? No. She was, was it proper skin? giving herself an injection, mm. I think. Yeah, I don't really remember. Um, unless it was like a, a trick needle or something. <laughs> oh, like one of those old stabby, like my my uh, my stage knife that I had when yes. I was a kid on a spring. It could have been a trick needle. So I, the spring knife that I had when I was a kid, it was like black plastic handle, black or uh, silver, you know, springy knife on it. And I went ahead and painted blood onto it. Mm, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mine was ready for action, West Side Story style. <laughs> Jet sharks. Um, but we discovered that that is simply not the best way to do an injection. So we exper- right. we experimented with me standing up. Dug's I out. experimented with me like leaned over a counter. Doggy style. Bracing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and both of those did not prove to be the best positions. No, they were the best... No, I don't even know if I would say that. I was going to say they were better for the injector. They were better for me. But actually, that's not true. I think the way that we've been doing it now is the best. Yeah, so now I'm laying on my side, on curl, the, curled in the fetal position. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on the couch. But yeah. it's great because, I mean, I mean the, basically the way that I've been describing it, 
like where you want to inject is like basically like where you're holding your guns kind of yeah. it's like holster like if the, like behind, right behind where your your holsters would be if you were like a gunslinger yeah you want to be so above the crack yep and above the butt crack oh definitely we've been doing it kind of like equal with the butt crack yeah level or above okay yeah and then um yeah, way lateral, like out yeah, and to then the out. side. Because I don't think people think get it's in the in butt. The cheek. We've that had a couple really that hurts. have been like the you know maybe halfway across the one butt cheek, not even close to that, and it's hurt like a motherfucker yeah. and bled a lot. Yeah. So yeah, it's been definitely like more in and up. So yeah, there's a video that we watched that was better that I felt like was really helpful. Yeah, it was you know a nurse talking you through it. Um, she does she does a little bit of of like shaming if it hurts kind of thing. Like right. she does a little of the, oh, this is, you're, you're, Sorry that you're fine. Not doing like it right. this, yeah, yeah, this doesn't, this well, doesn't hurt. And it, the, it can hurt sometimes. Oh yeah. When I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, like phlebotomist or whatever person that like does a thousand needle injections a day. Yeah, like right. <laughs> just think about who's doing these things. Like think about the average couple that's doing this where it's like, the dude probably has had two or three beers. It's like <laughs> never touched a hypodermic needle before. Fuck no. Maybe maybe had like a couple of shots as a child. Probably hasn't you had a hypodermic in, needle mean, in his adult life. Well, you mean someone giving partner. it to you? He, yeah. They maybe have had uh, been given a shot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sure, but yeah. yeah, never. I mean, I've never touched a fucking needle before. Yeah, so it was like, I mean, I we talked about this on the show before, but like even just the drawing the liquid out of the little glass vials. I don't know. I mean, it's not easy. And it's like, you know, if the needle's too far in, you can get tons of air bubbles in it. It's like there's a bunch of vacuum pressure, especially if the rubber seal is really good. Right. You know, you have to pull air into it before and then push that. It's just like, it's a process that like, it's it's not very easy. Right. It's not, and it's not intuitive or something that you do anywhere else in the rest of your life. Like, unless you're fucking brining turkeys all the time with one of those (laughs) injection needles. But, you, you know... Yeah, it's it's something, and it's but anyways. I did say male is, partner too. I didn't mean to no. be like sexist and degrade you guys, well, but is, it's you know I'm thinking that you historically don't necessarily go to the doctor perhaps as frequently, right? As 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 women, might. of course so you if, don't. If, there's, yeah. if it's a woman partner, woman partner, you might have a little more experience sure. perhaps with well, getting but shots. With, but yeah, but not with giving them though. Right. And it's no, a completely different situation. And I think, I mean, what percentage of people close their eyes when they get a shot or don't look? Well, I have no idea. At I least half. Because I, I like to have control over what's going on with my body. <laughs> oh, but that's the exception though. <laughs> yeah, you think when so? When I look, because I look every time and people are like, oh, that's like, okay. You know, they're always like, interested that I'm willing to watch like it's very much the exception not the rule most people look away or close their eyes yeah that's that would be an interesting um survey right because because what is that what does that indicate about your personality a for you it's like a sort of exhibition thing like it's very interesting to you what's happening yeah, it's a little right? bit of like the my favorite episodes of Mr. Rogers was when he would go to the crayon factory. Like, <laughs> I like to see how things yeah, are done. Pulling back the curtain. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. cool. Well, I mean, and how often do you get to watch something like going through your skin? Sure. Cool. No, I, I agree. It's less about that for me. It's much more about how much of this can I control? The well, answer is 
is none, none of it. None um, of it. But, <laughs> but it gives me some sense of control over my yeah. body that I'm like watching what's happening. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I just, and I'm also, I'm, for those of you who don't know me, I'm an Irishman who's pink and fairly see-through. Like you can see my veins. So whenever I have blood drawn, I'm always like, it's right there. Like, you know, you can see it. But for whatever reason, me and my mom, who has the same sort of skin, we're very hard to get blood from. Dehydrated. Dehydration is, is probably what it is. Yeah. 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 Sexual yeah. dehydration. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, yeah. And so I, so a lot of the time I am watching also because I'm kind of like, I want to see someone set, like whoever can nail it. Yeah. And I'm also like, why can't you, you know, anyways, it's my fault. I, it's funny because I think another part of that just, made me think of another part of the reason why I watch. It's because I feel so proud of my vascularity. Holy shit, yeah. And I always love to see the phlebotomist, like, just just joy at that this is their job right now. Because mm. most of their job is like, like when I, because I've been getting <laughs> a lot of blood drawn, obviously, at the clinic. And, you know, there's usually me and then there there's one other um, woman that's very distance far away. Yeah. But you know, I can, we're facing each other so I can see. And I've seen so many times the phlebotomist having to get out like hot packs oh, and really? having to, Ugh. then, then the, um, the patient having to go back in the waiting room and chug a bunch of water. Mm. And it's really like, I feel so terribly because it's, it's already, you're fucking stressed getting blood drawn is yeah. not a pleasant experience anyway and then you're 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 feeling probably some kind of broken anyway and then the phlebotomist is like get your shit together yeah i can't find your i can't blood. find your ba- your blood yeah exactly <laughs> the thing that's coursing through all of your body the thing that's keeping you alive can't find literally it. can't find it well it's funny because i was trying to think of a good metaphor or a good comparison there's like i was thinking we watched the bachelor and the bachelorette or whatever but i was thinking of the like when the when the guys the when it's the bachelorette and the guys all show up and it's like the hot bachelorette or whatever and they're all like oh yeah like they're like pleasantly surprised <laughs> and i was thinking like when you roll in with your big veins like the, the full bottom <laughs> are like oh yeah i'm gonna tap that <laughs> it's really funny too because i always roll up both sleeves and and, and you're and, like and you've got a cock ring on your arms or whatever <laughs> just like <laughs> just go roll into he-man style oh wow you guys vein jealous yeah. there's like too many to choose from vein right envy now. yeah you just you're like just all the phlebotomists just come with a needle of their own. Yeah, you know Gang when you you know when you've got like too much money. You know when you're like you know when you're like too vascular. You know when your dick's too big. <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking this is like our show's so stupid. When the uh, like I was thinking about there's this whole subgenre of video porn videos mm. like on Pornhub and stuff that's like they have different names for it, but it's like you've just been doing research lately. Oh that's, yeah, yeah. No, this is my yeah. science fair project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they like it's like something around the idea of like cock worship, and so it's like the literally the video is just like the woman really slowly like undoing the man's pants, and then just this big penis fall, falling out, and them going like, "Oh wow, it's so big for like five minutes," oh, and it's God. like really like that's what you need to watch is just some dude getting his like his his penis worshipped. <laughs> Ew. What kind of men's rights group did you just leave and but then turn that, that what, porn on? What is a penis if not 
a third arm with veins. <laughs> so you're basically doing a cock worshiping thing <laughs> to the phlebotomist. You're like, oh, you like this veiny. This veiny appendage? member? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. It's so true. God, and I never really thought about it you before. Walk in and but you, you've just been in the car, like pumping your arm up. <laughs> oh, you like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, and I never really thought about it before, but I do honestly feel like it's it's I need that when I go into the wow. fertility clinic because you 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 know there is some not great news that gets delivered oh, a God. lot, and sure. the you know like your ovaries are stubborn and your you know your reproductive system is uncooperative yeah. and all this, but it's like I fucking I am acing. This vascularity exam. Well, and and it's but isn't isn't this kind of a, it's a funny like subcategory of uh, of pride is like what's the thing when you go to the doctor's office that you're like oh yeah like I have a super low resting heart rate I have like a yeah. resting heart rate of like forty six yeah and it's like and sometimes even lower and um and I'll go in and people are, and, and they're, they're like, like wow are you a marathon runner and I'm like no I'm a marathon pizza eater thank you very much. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm actually just having a slow heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but it is like I'll I'll like have them, you know, take my pulse and and I'm like, yeah, you like that, right? <laughs> Cuz every other part of my exam is lose weight, you're balding, like, you know, you sweat too much, your skin has rosacea. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. But like at least that one part I'm like, yeah. We do hold on to things like that. Whatever you we? got. Yeah, I mean, if totally. I could be Tyson Beckford and like be a perfect sizzle, sizzle, specimen, <laughs> physical specimen, uh, great. But I am not. I'm I'm Louis C.K. on a bad day, and so Stop. I just take what I can get at the doctor's office. Again, folks, we have taken you on a very rambling road, and what we had initially set out to do is be helpful to those of you that may be starting IVF and explain <laughs> how to give an appropriate shot. Right. Well, I don't know. What's life anymore but just a, just a woven labyrinth of confusion and misdirection. That's right. But well, what we've discovered is drop trow, lie on your side. Yeah. Um, I have my legs bent, and then Mikey gives the shot level with or above the butt crack yep. and kind of more like edging out towards the hip. Yeah, it's like a jaunty fanny pack area. Like yeah. it's if you're uh-huh. if you're like cool. Oh yeah, yeah, if you're wearing a cool yeah, fanny pack. But it's pack. like kind of yeah. like at a 45 degree from like your Yeah. from your spine or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I also I must admit I've been kind of just going off of the minefield. So like at this point, you know, you're taking shots every night and so there's a it little so cluster area. Sore yeah. And my haunches. <laughs> <laughs> That's a word that needs to be used more often. It is Man, just really how was your sore. date last night? Oh, dude, she was. You should have seen the haunches on this one. <laughs> so hot. A, a haunch paunch. Yeah, nice. What's your haunchy paunchy? His paunch was beautiful. Her haunch was beautiful. I actually started up our microphones today. We actually we, we run our USB mics on diesel generator, um, but I started up our microphones today because I wanted to rant about COVID travel and all the fucking dicks in our world that are like, December's been kind of rainy and COVID, so we're gonna go like spend the, we're gonna go to Mexico and just live for a month. And I'm like, 
I have so many feelings about all this shit. When we listen to podcasts where they're like, oh, we're going to go have Thanksgiving with our families, and but but make sure that you're safe for COVID. And what? Right. Where right. is the line? Where's the limit? I know. Our it's limit, a moving target. When then our limit right now is that you're pregnant. Right. And I'm not willing to risk that. So there's no way we're getting on a plane. Right. And also we've decided to not drive any. Like we're not going to drive to Colorado. We're not going to drive to New York. Right. Right. But... Plenty of people are doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like the what my what every adult in my fi- for, uh, life used to say when I was in high school, which is what. Well, your friends jumped off a cliff. Would you? Oh, I was like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah. God, that was a classic, wasn't it? Yeah, because I, I wasn't. I wasn't really much of a. I wouldn't say I was a follower, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you were a you were a FOMO. Like you, oh sure. You, I mean, if people were jumping off a bridge, you'd be like, "There's a fucking probably a good reason." There's probably some shit down there that I need to see. If people were talking about jumping off a bridge, yeah, I would jump off it first, just Uh, to be like, "Ah, "I got there." That's I think Uh that was kind of more who I was, and then they probably none of them would jump. (laughs) So So I was the dildo dead at the bottom. (laughs) But it's yeah, it's interesting. But so you now it's like I want to be safe. I wear a mask everywhere. But I also want to see my fucking family. Right. Why do you think you're allowed to go to to South America or or the Bahamas or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. I hear you. And the other argument, I'm sorry. This is not the Mikey Rant soapbox show. But <laughs> isn't the, it though? It is kind of. <laughs> I'll start another podcast. But the other part for me is why is it more safe to just stay in your like we're like everybody's I'm food shopping? Oh, I'm working. I'm seeing twenty four patients a week. Yeah, yeah. All these things. Masked, why is that but, yeah, sure. But like why is that more safe than us driving across the country mm-hmm, alone, staying mm-hmm. in our van, mm-hmm. pumping our own gas, bringing our own food? And then going to see our family. Right. Getting tested for COVID, all that, and going to see our family. COVID doesn't give a fuck about you, the fact that you're crossing state lines. Right, that right. That makes no, no that's, difference. Yeah, that's true. It's just nobody, and I blame Donald Trump. Oh, let's, yeah, place all the blame. Nobody's set a course. Right. Nobody right. said these are the things that are okay, these are the things that aren't okay. It's like right. everybody has a different set of rules for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really... It's really true. Um, I will say that I am, yes, while super bummed about not seeing my family in one year, um, I am also feeling incredibly grateful that I woke up this morning and I didn't feel terrible. And I'm also feeling really grateful that I asked and received. I don't Mm. know if you guys remember, but last episode, I was feeling really anxious about um, not having any morning sickness and not feeling nauseous. And and then literally... Hold on one second. Avi! (laughs) Enough. Our dog is over-grooming. Enough. She's just, I'm like, Brittany's telling this amazing story and all I can watch is our dog is like for the last five minutes she's just been lick, 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 lick. Her paws are going to like fall off. Enough. Stop over grooming. <laughs> God. 
You're giving yourself Coca-Cola arms. <laughs> you did call it Coca-Cola arms because her, her black fur turns brown. Yeah, because she just <laughs> licks all. And then Rinny went to bed last night and like on the comforter was just this like as if as if Abby had spilled like a drink. It was just this wet circle because she's just been lick, lick, Aww, lick, she lick, needs lick. a bath. Poor is that girl. what it is? Yeah, she needs a bath. Ugh, let's just shave her. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, no, th- you did put it out into the world. That's yes, amazing. Yes, I did. And l- it was like the next day. Wow. I woke up and it might have been it might have been the corned beef day. So you just had to go over the waterfall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, Mikey, Mikey about took that. some corned beef that I had eaten two days prior, like gleefully. It was delicious. So good. He took it out to reheat it for a lunch and I almost lost my lunch. Like it was <laughs> the most disgusting visual and olfactory experience I had ever had. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that's what this is. And then that was followed by days of feeling super nauseous and like not understanding what I could eat. It was basically like bread and crackers. Um, and <laughs> I came home one day and Rinny had saltines the late july saltines which if you haven't had those oh they're so good good the premium saltines are still the best i think yeah because they're the like the original saltine but those late july ones are so good super salty but i came home and rinny had she was not admittedly eating the saltines but she had gotten the saltines for me because i'm fat but what she was (laughs) eating was a bowl of spinach dip that she had made from mayonnaise and cream cheese. No, cr- just cream oh. cheese and parmesan. Oh god, and it was spinach. So good, it was so good. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was awesome. Totally. Congrats. But yeah, and then I woke up this morning, and for the first morning, I felt really like I could kind of eat anything. I made myself these really delicious almond flour waffles. Put an egg on top. It was amazing. I had some fermented vegetables. It was really I loved it. Quite incredible. Yeah. So I'm feeling doubly grateful. A for having some morning sickness and feeling like oh this feels like what a healthy pregnancy is and then today waking up and being able to just like eat and feel good and have energy and yeah it's so, so awesome fuck covid but yeah I definitely in, fuck COVID. i am like just basking in the gratitude of my pregnancy right now well and also i think that one of the things about your pregnancy that has been so great is that we get some like intentional wins. Yeah. Like we were trying to get you pregnant. Yep. You got pregnant. Yeah. You were, tr- you know, you had morning sickness, wanted to get through it, manifested yep. that, got through it. Yeah. Like COVID, I'm like, I feel like every time <laughs> yeah, it's like, no. <laughs> like we're like building like a brick wall that's going to be like, ooh, yeah, we're going to beat COVID. And then we, turns out that all of the masonry work, like all of the, uh, concrete holding the bricks together is actually just butter and it's just <laughs> melting and all the bricks are falling onto our faces yeah because shit's worse than like, ever oh my god and the bricks are made out of chocolate and the world's a microwave <laughs> i didn't i Fuck. know that <laughs> yeah just every time we start to like ooh, we're making some progress then it's like oh yeah. no, so i just true. i'm glad that we're like kind of like i want that to happen and then it is happening yes. feels like Oh, yes. This is real. We're getting footholds. Yeah. And my, like, I am just embracing my bloated and expanded, expanding body. Like, Mm. all of it just feels. And, you know, I wonder if, you know, if, if I had, if we had just conceived, right, naturally without, I hate saying naturally, but if we had conceived without fertility intervention, right, um, if I would feel 
joyful about, you know, my last pregnancy when I was feeling nauseous, it was, I was like, ugh, this is disgusting and gross yeah. and I feel terrible. Yeah. And then like when my boobs got really big, it was like, oh, this is so annoying and I have to get it. You know, and now I'm like, oh, I have to get another bra? Sure. I have to only wear stretch pants because I feel really bloated? This well, is it's, amazing. <laughs> it's a little bit of the kind of forbidden fruit is that much sweeter, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, this is something that we really wanted and I don't know. I mean, there's something to be said about, I think that our culture doesn't value what's the word for that but like putting things off or not getting what you want when you want it mm. you know and it's well, and covid travel is a good example oh yeah well <laughs> no it totally is and there's a bunch of i don't know i hate it's this for me the people that are like oh, we're going to you know belize or whatever is that to me it's the same argument as the anti-maskers mm. well i don't want to sit in my house right now cool neither does anybody else right fuck you I don't want to wear a mask because I'm comfortable. I can't breathe. Right. right. Nobody can. Sorry. <laughs> it's part of the process. I literally thought I had COVID at work on Saturday because I was feeling like I had shortness of breath. Yeah. But what I realized is it was just the first time that I had worn wear, uh, worn my face shield. So now, guys, at work, I'm wearing a like very well-sealed um, surgical mask. I found this little dentist. I think we put the hack yeah, up sure. on, on the show. So there's a hack if you have a more petite face to make a surgical mask um, create a better seal. And now I've got this plastic shield over it. And I had on like a big turtleneck sweater. And so right. <laughs> it just felt like my face was like caving in on itself. Yeah. And so it wasn't COVID. It was just um, <laughs> feeling like I was being asphyxiated. Basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Claustrophobic. I don't know. There's some. There's some funny. It's not COVID. You're just choking yourself to death slowly. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. And it's. I get that we're all. I just think it doesn't happen as much in other countries. I just think Americans. We are. We're a unique brand of. But I want it. I want it now. And it's no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, no matter how much you believe that COVID is real or not, mm-hmm. it's people are still they we make a lot of decisions out of but, but I want to. Right. And it's what it's it's another reason I think on some level why libs lose. Why why <laughs> you know? Why? Because conservatives are like in it for the long game. I do whatever the fuck I want. Right. And if you right. have a problem with it, fuck you. Freedom. Right. And liberals are like, oh, well, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or I don't I want a virtue signal. I don't want people to think that I'm a bad person or whatever. There's all this overthinking. I mean, I watch you get ready for like any decision like around work or anything like that. And you are tied up in knots. Yeah. Like Tommy, who owns the fucking tire shop in Gresham or whatever, that motherfucker doesn't give a shit. He's like, (laughs) nope. I'm not wearing a mask. None of my customers are going to wear a mask. I'll put your big fucking tires on your truck. I'll mount your truck nuts for you. I will attach that American flag to the back of your truck. And I don't give a fuck because COVID's not real and Obama's a Muslim terrorist. Go Trump. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. (laughs) That being said, I just recorded this thing with a guy yesterday for a documentary movie that's being made Mm. about, about where... People from the opposite sides of the political spectrum can come together. Mm -hmm. And we had this great conversation. Michael, Trump supporter from, I don't want to reduce him to just being a Trump supporter, but he is a Trump supporter from from Arizona. And we had this great conversation, human Mm -hmm. to human, Mm -hmm. one-on-one. We saw each other. Mm -hmm. It's great. Mm -hmm. I'll let you guys know more about that when it's going to be coming out and stuff. But the American divide, it's on the trailers on YouTube right now. Yeah, totally. 
Um, we are going to pick up a little turkey breast. Turkey titties. Some turkey tits from a really beautiful farm in the, it's basically in the gorge, right? It is absolutely not in the gorge. It is uh, in wine country, basically. Oh, in wine country. South of here, like Tiger. Well, it's in Shampooie. So it's Shampooie is the name of the farm. And I think the name of the little town. Best name ever. Yes, C H A M P O E G. Yeah. Shampooy. It's the weirdest looking word. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go and pick that up. True. Introduce Abby to her first turkey friend, hopefully. Turkey will die. Or uh, Abby will die. No, turkey that's, no, will that's definitely true. Definitely murder Abby. <laughs> but maybe it'll be an unlikely friendship. Oh, God. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be so great. Um, we really love you guys. We'll keep you posted next week. Uh, maybe we'll record on Monday again because it'll be after the final ultrasound. Yeah, that's been kind of feeling like our recording time. Yeah, and oops, I just said their name. Um, (laughs) that's okay. And uh, yeah, awesome. That's it. Reach out to us at hello at mikeyandrinstayin.com. Yeah, I also just want to give a shout out to our friend Emmy. Who did, oh, yeah. Emmy, you are a delight. So if you go on our Instagram page, at Mikey and Rin, um, Emmy did. So Emmy and her wife went through IVF, oh gosh, what it is, two years ago now? Something like that, maybe? Yeah. yeah. And um, and had a beautiful, they have a beautiful baby. But during um, her wife's pregnancy, they had she made she's a graphic designer and she made all these awesome images. So one of them was of a raspberry that we did last week, and I think we're gonna put some more up as uh, the baby develops, baby sheath develops. But um, beautiful illustration, Emmy, you're rad. Yeah, yeah, you definitely check it out. Um, it's really, I don't know, it's so bright and colorful, yeah. and and like just. I feel like perfectly captures the the mood. Yeah. It's really lovely. So thanks, Emmy, for letting us share that. True. Uh, we love everyone. We love the world. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Tell your friends. Tell your wives. Tell your kids. Uh, <laughs> tell iTunes. <laughs> at Mikey and Rin on Insta. Let's eat at Mikey and com if you want to send us some fun things. Um, I don't know. What are you doing for Turkey Day? Are you stuffing your bird or are you going to cook the stuffing separately? Hint, don't stuff your bird. There's only one right answer. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stuff your bird. It's like a sponge for salmonella. (laughs) And your bird will cook at an improper temperature and the outside will be burned. Uh, We love you guys. If you want any Thanksgiving recipe tips, write to us. We'll send you what we're cooking. Totally. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. And tonight, we're going to go get some turkey breasts, actually. So today, <laughs> we're going to go to a farm and see eat some, some turkeys, turkeys and eat some turkeys in front of those turkeys. They're going to be friends. freaked out and traumatized. <laughs> I'm eating your friend. Oh, God. Yeah, I can oh, really think about sorry that. Sorry about that. Love you guys. <laughs>